What's up, everybody? This is Ben and Joseph for the Pete's and College Podcast, your premier podcast to listen to all things about stupid college stories, about philosophy, about life, about literally whatever else is on our minds, current events, yada, and some more of that yada. You can find us on Spotify, uh, Amazon, is it Amazon Podcasts? Or- we still haven't figured this shit out. At this that point. one I haven't figured out. And then the, the fucking rest uh, is, is Stitcher. Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, and that's it. And if you can find a donation link, please donate to the show. It always helps us out. It lets us you know, know that people, people want this, that we can keep doing this, and hopefully we can make this part of our lives and we can create a community out of this. Yeah. Tell your friends and family. New episodes out every Friday. What are we getting into today? Well, uh, to explain my absence from the last episode, I have had a fucked up week, to say the least. Dude, I swear to God, I'm cursed. Everything has been cursed, dude. It all started when I brought the damn car back from Dallas. From then, it's been a downward spiral. That wasn't this car, or? Oh no, the, the car downstairs that you just saw me uh, <laughs> begging mechanics not to uh, price gouge me for. Yeah. Um, oh, that thing from yeah. 1980. What? 87. 1987. This is a good year that we weren't alive for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, all the memories. <laughs> but dude, yeah, no. Okay, so it's a little new project car of mine. I sold this the Volkswagen, and for half the price, I got this thing, and it it's cool. It's a drift car. It's a drift build, but man, it's got problems. It somehow broke a camshaft, and that's a very expensive problem for all you non-car people out there. You know how much my wallet's about to start hurting. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, there uh, is that. Um, but the second I got back home from Dallas with this new car, this new old car, mm-hmm. um, basically uh, what I came home to, to witness is the last thing I would have expected. Basically, my roommate, uh, I'm not going to name drop any, or I'm not going to mention anybody's name. Right. be getting to the specifics, but I have this roommate... Old friend of mine, we go way back. I, uh, she took me under her wing when I went to visit Colorado, oh, like earlier last year. She's a really cool person, love her to death. However, um, I feel like she might need some help with certain things because I came home and I found her and her boyfriend. Well, actually, I found her crying because of the aftermath of what her and her boyfriend did. They had a really bad argument, a very, very uh, intense fight. And my other roommate was there to witness that. By the time I got That's there, what I was, I was wondering, yeah. well, how did the other roommate took it? Oh, he's yeah. on the bottom floor, right? Oh, yeah, poor man. He is... Uh, so uh, three floors, right? Three stories. He's on the lowest floor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, um, he was there for pretty much the whole thing. Um, he, he was... Um, He's just in his room and he starts hearing yelling and screaming and um, it just doesn't stop and there he starts hearing things getting thrown around, you know, some crashing, banging noises. Um, I wouldn't even know whether to go upstairs to try and do something or to just try and stay safe. Dude, I wouldn't know what to do. I would just I'll call the police you know, first. That's, that's what he told me. He's like, I I don't like to involve myself in fights or anything, right? Uh, but and I I feel like I should do something, but I'm scared at this point. Yeah, no, to no, approach no. them. So it's yeah. one thing to say you'll do something, but when that moment actually comes, like, what are you gonna do? Yeah. So yeah, that's my stance too. I try to like not get myself involved. I'm very non-confrontational, generally speaking. So. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, I, uh, it's just a very uncomfortable situation for all of us, you know, but we, uh, they start, they have their fights and... Did you say how long it lasted? Probably like an hour or so. And then, then, uh, then her boyfriend ends up leaving and he tells me this and confirms this, right? Leaves like the house, you know, just, just to avoid the, avoid things getting worse, I guess. Uh, he just felt like at that moment he couldn't do anything to help the situation, so he just left. And about thirty minutes later, I got back home. <laughs> oh, we did a lot of helping with 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 reason and judgment. Here's reason. I'm holding up my left hand and judgment. I'm holding up my right hand. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm wait, sure wait. use plenty of reason and judgment. That's for just just what he told me. I'm just saying. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to point fingers at anybody, but yeah, no, it, it looks it looks pretty fucking bad. So. Get back from Dallas. Uh-huh. He's gone by then. Um, I see my other roommate downstairs, and he's just kind of—he looks mildly traumatized, you know, after all this. And um, yeah, he told me what happened, and and I went upstairs, and I heard like you look like you saw a ghost. I was like, I I look like I heard something worse. Actually, I, I feel like I just heard someone turn into a ghost. <laughs> God damn! Yeah, no, it was bad. So uh-huh. um, basically. Uh, I went upstairs and I noticed that there was, even though Mark, uh, blah, 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 <laughs> Bartholomew <laughs> had supposedly left, um, <laughs> oops, we're just gonna call <laughs> Bartholomew in the fucking moment. Doesn't sound like a very vicious name. <laughs> But the aftermath says otherwise. Yeah, okay, we're just going to call him Bartholomew. Because, yeah, I'm cool with that. Because <laughs> that's totally his real name. Um, yeah, so by the time he left, um, what was that? Oh, uh, yeah, he, uh, we, we noticed she was still crying. Like, my roommate was still crying, screaming, wailing, moaning, just making lots of very disturbing guttural noises. Mm. So we... Uh, my other roommate and I assumed, you know, oh shit, this is not normal. Like, this is, this is not just your average fight. Something else is going on here. This is different, right? So... Has she screamed before? No, this, I mean, they've had arguments before, but nothing like this, you know? Mm. It's just, oh, out of this world, like, terrifying. Um, even I am, like, kind of afraid to go up to the third floor and check on her. You know, I mm-hmm. I try to call out, but she's non-responsive. So I assume I assumed you know she would okay. Uh, she's probably just really heartbroken. She just needs some space. So <laughs> and I, an EMT, but oh wait 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 no that's 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 what happens later. <laughs> the next morning it gets so much worse. But anyways, for the for the night it was it was getting late. It was probably like. To twelve ish, one ish by that time, and oh, I, I I just brought back the car, so I still had the U-Haul trailer with me, so I had to bring that back to Katie, where I rented it out from. So you got back at what time? I got back here at right around eleven, eleven thirty, eleven thirty p.m. You brought the U-Haul back, and you came back here at what time? Yes, I and then I, I delivered the trailer back home, uh, back home to Katie at around one, I think, or. 1.30, probably. And then I crashed at my parents' house, which is also in Katy. Oh, wait. So you ended up just visiting here. Oh, yeah. For a to, second. To drop the car off. And then... 
And this, and on the day that this happened. On the very day, on the very night, yes, that this happened. And then you went back to your parents. Yes, and then, uh, okay, so I had to, I felt terrible about it, but I had to leave back to Katie with my roommate still screaming, crying her eyes out, and throwing things around, right, in her room. Uh, I uh, crash in my parents' place. I wake up the next morning to a very disturbing, unsettling phone call. Mm-hmm. From my other roommate uh, who lives downstairs, he tells me, "You're just gonna leave me alone with this shit." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, he's not very. He's he has no clue what to do in this type of situation. Nobody does. So that's a I, shame. I do wish one of y'all would have done something though. I oh no, the future. Don't worry. Like, this we'll we'll get to this. Like yeah, uh-huh. I'm kind of wishing I did too, but. I actually tried opening the door, but it seemed locked at the moment, and I, I tried calling out to her the night before. No response, so... And also, I tried calling her, and it would always go straight to voicemail. So I did try to reach out to her, but I assumed there was nothing I could do, so I, I was just hoping that eventually she would tire herself out and fall asleep. Right? And bleed to death. <laughs> not that part. Thank goodness Bro, it wasn't that bad. Not trying to have anyone die under my roof. Thank you. But anyways, uh, yeah, I woke up to a very disturbing phone call from my other roommate. He says, hey, the crying still hasn't stopped. She's still screaming her lungs out. You need to get over here as soon as possible. This is very, I'm concerned for her. Like, this is not good. So, it, yeah, apparently it never stopped the entire night. It just kept, kept getting worse and worse. Still throwing things around, still screaming. So, um, I, at around 8 in the morning... I hopped in the car, rushed back over here, got here like around 8.30, I think, and yeah, I rushed upstairs, and she's still screaming, and I, I honestly have no idea what's going on in there at this point. Like, I, I know she was probably heartbroken, but this, this didn't seem normal, even for somebody going through a breakup or a huge, really bad argument, right, with their significant other. <laughs> so... I bang on the door, I, uh, I call out to her this time more stubbornly, I will <clears throat> not leave until I got a response from her this time, right. and uh, I finally eventually did, and I could barely make out the words, help, right? right. So I, at that point, thought, oh shit, yeah, something, is, something bad's really happening here. Mm-hmm. I try my best to open the door, but it still seems... Locked, right? I, so I thought. So I tried to ask her to to come over and unlock the door, so that we can come in and help her. But she says she barely like makes out the words "I can't come to the door" or something like that, or mm-hmm. I, "I can't, I can't do it," you know. Mm-hmm. So she's like stuck there somehow. She's not able to unlock. The, she's not able to open the door. It's not that she doesn't want to. It's Did you coach her through it? <laughs> it's like okay, one foot at a time. <laughs> Come you got this. Come on. Come on. Follow my voice. That's quitter's talk. Come on. I, I know you got this. <laughs> oh, man. Little did I Put know. Put me in, coach. <laughs> Little did I know how uh, fucked up things really were in there. So I, uh, I just tried the door. I kept trying the door. Mm-hmm. And eventually it budged a little. And I was like, that's weird. I like, was there something against it? Yes. It turns out the door was just propped closed. It was just something, a whole bunch of her stuff just blocking the door for whatever reason. Oh. So Dean and I... Just kind of elbowed our way in there. We just kind of shoved our way through, and we eventually got into the room. And what we saw was fucking terrifying. I will say, just absolutely ghastly sight. We see the entire room completely ransacked. Every single one of her 
worldly possessions is just strewn about, destroyed in pieces. Something bad really happened there, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like all that crashing and sounds of things getting thrown around. Yeah, that's that. I guess that explains that. So, but that wasn't even the most disturbing part. What was the most disturbing part is we saw blood on the floor, on her mattress. The bathroom was the bathroom floor is basically coated in the stuff. The toilet bowl was bloodied as well. Like so much, so much had happened, and, and you could just clearly see the signs of some kind of struggle. There was oh, if you only see the bathroom, man. There's so much stuff, and there was just a whole this bunch of stuff after. shoved into the toilet. There was scratches, claw marks on the cabinets. Toilet seat was broken. The rack that she'd store her toiletries on was completely shredded somehow. Um, man, just everything was in shambles. And I was like, what the hell happened here, you know? Mm -hmm. And we see, well, coming from the closet, which is also completely wrecked. Mm -hmm. And what I saw was traumatizing to say the least i mean i can only Im I, I can only imagine what she must have been going through but wow um damn she was in a she was just in really really bad shape like i saw had her, she been in that closet for a while she it, by the looks of it yeah she had and um i think there'd be dried up blood like right around her it like, looked from where she's sitting yeah there was dried up blood by the looks of it i Okay, what I what I, I found her in the closet, and her face was so badly bruised up, I had a hard time recognizing her at first. Her eyes were completely swollen shut. She couldn't even see out of them. Shit. Blood coming from her mouth, from cuts and bruises all over her arms, legs, everything. She was topless, too. She was completely... Uh, she was banging her head against the wall. Completely disoriented, clearly on something. I think you think she's on something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to say the least, it was a poor thing. I think she may have overdosed on her meds or didn't take them, and then, or maybe just downed her meds with a whole bunch of alcohol. I did notice a whole bunch of empty bottles lying around, like a lot of them. Um, yeah, I know it was some pretty heavy stuff. I I feel terrible, man. She uh. The, uh, the closet, yeah, her closet was just, yeah, it was basically stained with blood, <laughs> blood marks on the walls, I think, and... I'll take a second here to say one thing, yeah. uh, particularly to the college audience, uh, for sure. Lots of people have, like, roommate horror stories, definitely you should go to Reddit to listen to those, oh, but yeah. outside of that, um, if ever you're dorming with someone or rooming with someone, learn what they have... Or if you have something like a physical or mental disorder or disability or quirk or anything, like even if you just, how do I put it, want to be kind of like passive around your roommates or sweet mates and you kind of just don't want to make conversation, if there's something they should know about, let them know. And if there's something you should know about them, really like ask about it. Be like, hey, like, do you go through manic depressive episodes? Do you have morbid fantasies, suicidal tendencies? Do you, are you a kleptomaniac? Are you this, that, or the other thing? Like, whether they say so yeah. or not, like, you need to 
you need to at least try and figure that out because if you're gonna be living with that person, think. Yeah. You're sharing like a communal space where like you eat, drink, and like, and and store food, where you store your personal belongings, where you you relax, and like your house or apartment might be the only one like refuge from a life that you live that's like very very hard on you. And if that if home gets ruined. By, by, by something that somebody else has that they didn't tell you about or you didn't think was going to get that bad or out of control, like, that sucks. It really does, dude. And I mean, keep that in mind. Be responsible when you pick your roommates and sweet mates. No, keep going. Yeah, for sure. No, it, it's, uh, that's actually what I was about to touch upon. And, and I had uh, known that she's had <clears throat> some kind of history with bipolar disorder and, now, and alcoholism. There's bipolar 1 and there's bipolar 2. Oh yeah, like I don't know the difference between. I need to look into it more. Yeah, I know I'm not entirely sure about the details on that, but I do know that she's she has medication for it, and she's she's definitely. Uh, I mean, I know like what you said. Be careful p- picking your roommates if they have like a history of mental. But you know, this is someone who's like a friend. Right, 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 right. She's like a sister to me. You yeah, know? don't be heartless. Yeah, for sure. And so I felt like you know I'll I'll, I'll get I'll get through it with her whatever her struggles are. And you know this is I've. I, uh, I guess, you know, I didn't realize how serious it was, you know, like it, like, even though I know she's had a history with this stuff, this is something I never would have seen coming. This was way out of left field. I never knew it could get this bad, I, but, um, did her boyfriend have anything? I don't think so. I think he's got like ADHD, but that's it. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, her. The thing is, her boyfriend's, like, a super chill guy. Like, I never would have, like... I know what it looks like, right? Like, he seems to be the prime suspect in all this, but I I don't know if I'm biased, because he's... He's chill when I, the two times I met him. Exactly. You met him, yeah. He's, he's like, really, really chill, really laid back, super friendly, super... He's just an overall good guy by the looks of it. Like, I don't know him too well, but... Right. But I really like the guy. I don't know. I'm biased. He's, yeah, he's but like you don't know him that that well. You like anyone could have anything hiding behind them, exactly. or she could have provoked him like past a certain point where he may have never been pushed in his life. Yeah, you never know, man. So uh, I'm not pointing any fingers at anybody. They're like what the most likely explanation is, and I'm not trying to like 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 again, I'm not trying to point fingers at anyone. Not even if it's the victim themselves, mm-hmm. but. With the, you know, how kind of, like, unstable the whole bipolar situation is, mm-hmm. there's also a very likely possibility she was able to do all of that to herself, you know? Uh, I, haven't, I haven't ruled that out. I mean, I don't know how she managed to do that, man, but, dude, I, like, how the hell do you, like, fuck up your face that bad? Like, you, her eyes were swollen shut. She had teeth missing. She literally had to go, she, she's got to go back to her home state and for, like, to fix her teeth because she was, like... Dude, blood just spewing from her mouth. Everything was, oh, poor thing. Dude, it was just very scary to see, to walk in on. Like, I... Damn. Yeah, no, so, anyways, back to what... what yeah, I, like, I'm, I'm speechless. I, like, I'm listening. I'm taking this all in. I have nothing to add. No, 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 I'm, same, I'm dude. I'm speechless. I've, I'm thoughtless. I was speechless when I was going through it, dude. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, <laughs> and I've still got all my teeth. I was speechless. <laughs> wow, are you serious? Okay, okay, okay. Now's okay. the time for dark humor, yes. <laughs> just just trying to lighten the mood. <laughs> so sorry. Great job, man. <laughs> I'll let you keep going. Uh, anyways, no, I'm... <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll hand it to you. But anyways. 
<laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah. I tried giving her a shirt to put on, and she didn't even seem like she was capable of doing that. So I just kind of directed her to back to her bed and just tried to, like, get her to lay down. Uh-huh. You know, try to, like, be there for her, make sure she was still breathing okay and all that. And while I was doing that, uh, my other roommate, uh, I... We called the police, basically, and an ambulance for her, like, immediately. She that was, day, not the day before. Yeah, we didn't think it was as bad. Like, the last uh, time... Like, yeah. You, like, my, my other roommate told me like the last time she was seen by either of us, she was still okay. She didn't have any of this happen, or she she didn't seem, like, beaten or anything. She didn't seem, She just seemed really distressed, but she didn't have any of these physical signs. I wish I wish the the bottom floor roommate had had called the police. Yeah, but <clears throat> I I do respect y'all's approach to respecting each other's privacy and be like maybe yeah. she just needs to do this yeah. on her own and and not be bothered whatever yeah. it is. For sure, not to mention we thought her door was locked last night mm-hmm. or like the night before. This wasn't last night. Yeah, so we Fuck, like that, that's why you really got to know your roommates because otherwise you'll never know when there's a time. When is the time where the line has crossed where you should call the cops? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh my god, you know, it's a really scary thought. What if her door actually was locked somehow and she was just un- she was incapable of getting up and locking it, or right. unlocking it, so she would have been stuck in there and, oh my god, we wouldn't have had no idea. We probably would have had to get the cops to come over at some point and bust the door down. Mm-hmm. Dude, it was, yeah, a lot, it was, it was a bad situation, but a lot, could, it could have been worse, I will say. So mm-hmm. we got uh, the police and an ambulance. The EMTs eventually showed up pretty quickly. And so, so lots of people say that like 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 cops showed up pretty quickly. EMT showed up pretty quick quickly. How fast is pretty quickly? I've always wondered. Oh. I've never had to call the cops for anything. It was like five to ten minutes. Five I to ten minutes. Probably ten. Probably ten minutes. Okay. It, okay. I I wasn't really. Uh, that's doing, pretty. That's okay. Yeah, I didn't really keep track of the time all that much. I was way too much worried about everything else that was happening. So why well, see the other side of it where, like, because I live in downtown and yeah. I see from the 16th floor right down at, uh, I don't know, maybe 288 or whatever the freeway is, mm-hmm. I'm always seeing, like, mm-hmm. fire rescue trucks. And there's a fire station, like, like two blocks down. Oh, yeah. And I'm always seeing ambulances go by. And I'm like, I wonder how fast they do take to get there. Well, I found out. <laughs> <laughs> I found out. Five to ten minutes or your money back. Yeah, pretty much. So, <laughs> Just uh, kidding, not really. <laughs> 30 minutes or it's free. <laughs> My God. But, yeah, um, they got the, the EMTs actually showed up a little sooner. So they went up to the room and they, like, asked us about, like, what had happened to her, mm-hmm. if she was on anything, if she took any sort of medication, like... Oh, you know what was really disturbing? Uh-huh. While she was in this drunken stupor, basically, she kept repeating that she was roofied by two girls. She kept saying that over and over again. She kept saying that she'd give us their names, which is really, really disturbing because that is not possible, I don't think. Because there's no way, like, someone else entered the house. Yeah, no. Like, after her boyfriend, Bartholomew, <laughs> left, right, there was, like, my room, my other roommate's room is right next to the front door, so there's no possible way right, anyone else could have entered, and not to mention, who would these people even be? I mean, maybe she's, like, does she have some secret enemies? Like, <laughs> maybe she's, like, yeah, yeah, like, probably bringing up 
uh, a thought from her past that yeah. that resident that stuck in her mind for a long yeah. time. Like maybe there's some yeah some girls that she didn't like at one point in her life. Yeah, like, I'll say they roofie me, and I'll, I'll I'll get them. I'll I'll get back at them somehow. Yeah, back. or. Or maybe maybe that did happen to her at a festival maybe, or something. Or maybe at some point, but it, there's no possible way. Yeah, that didn't happen in this situation. Yeah, but, but I wonder she, why that memory kept. She kept saying it though. Yeah, and it was weird, and it was like, yeah. Or maybe she thinks it's a joke or something, and like the fact that like two girls would roofie someone. Yeah, and it's, so the the humor of that joke helps calm her. <laughs> like like literally, the human mind is capable of so much. It's, it is. I it's melable. It's mashed potatoes man. for sure. Especially in that situation, I have no idea what she was thinking at that point in time. But uh, I, I don't know. It was really. It's just a really unsettling thought because who could she have been talking about? Like if they went, she says they were in the room with her and they roofied her. They drugged her. What the fuck? They didn't, but they oh, okay. couldn't have possibly... When you start met- mentioning more details. Yeah, like, they were there, like, after Bar Bartholomew. <laughs> right. Bartholomew, yeah. Uh-huh. He, uh, yeah, she, yeah, she said that there was, yeah, other people in the house, and that's, that's just really unsettling, because every time the front door opens and closes, there's, like, a little beep, beep, beep that, that sounds, right? Oh, yeah, I mean, there's no mistaking. Yeah, so that's, after Bartholomew left, that was the Maybe last... she had seen two ghosts. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking, like, possibly, I, I hate to, like, just draw conclusions, but... I think what most likely she was talking about, she was probably just, it was just part of her bipolar manic episode, you know? I think she was just kind of disconnected from reality at that point. Could be. Yeah, and she just kind of, I guess, maybe she could have hallucinated that. I don't know what, because, oh, you know what else we found mm-hmm. in the room? Her, uh, her bipolar medication bottle was almost, if not completely empty, I think. God, that's interesting. Like, you, I mean, having, I have a cousin. Yeah, who's <clears throat> about twenty ish years older than me, a little older. Uh, same birthday as me though. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's bipolar. I don't know if he's bipolar one or bipolar two. Mm-hmm. Also has Asperger's. Oh, I uh, see. He had an issue with not taking his medication. When he didn't take his medication, he would be the worst person to deal with. Dude, and sometimes pretty violent. Yeah. But when he did take his medication, he was fine. But he said he was creatively. Uh, Whatever the word is, creatively stunted. Gift or stunted? Oh, usually yeah. creatively stunted when he has his medication. Oh, he prefers to be off his medication for creativity, and it's like, well, I mean, you become a danger to others around you at times. I mean, yeah, but it's a pretty it's, cool trade off to be like. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm in the mood, I just <laughs> yeah. become a decent, a decent uh, nine to five worker by day. Mm-hmm. Uh, insensitive asshole, insensitive creative asshole by night. But like with. That's what, what put the, the stigma in my mind, that yeah. if you took your medication, like, oh, you, for the most part, you'd be fine, even if you feel like you'd be dulled in, in some ways. Mm-hmm. But for her, like, oh, she took her medication, yeah. but it, it also reacted with the alcohol. Yeah. I'm sure she's had a history of, like, drinking alcohol with the medication before. Yeah, no, she's, she's definitely... Or did she try to, like... That's most likely what happened. I don't... I can't say I know for sure, but I honestly, like... Did she try to drink herself to death? Knowing her, she, that's probably also... Yeah. Like, all those empty bottles, like, could not have been any other way. Like, they were just... Yeah. It was... The room was scattered with some sort of evidence of that. But, <clears throat> I don't know. I'm not tr- trying to pass any judgments. Like, right. if anything, the real... The theme of this episode is mental health awareness. Mental 100%. health awareness. Choose your roommates wisely. And that too, yes. 
But, um, yeah, the EMTs came out, carried her away on the stretcher, and then the police followed shortly after and started uh, um, asking around about what uh, the whole story was. They took our statements, you know. They uh, How long did that take? Oh, there was about, like, a good hour the police were around here. They were, uh, you know, just trying to get all the details. Like, I don't know why, but I felt like... I'd never been in this kind of situation before where the police had to show up to my house and, like, you know, take statements and do all this stuff before. It seemed a little, it was a little scary to me, not gonna lie. Even though I had nothing to hide or nothing, any reason to be nervous, it just mm-hmm. felt a little nervous for some reason, you know? Oh, okay. I did have one little reason to be nervous. <laughs> okay, I may have had, like, a bunch of, like, very strong THC weed gummies in my room. <laughs> I was kind of, at one point, like, I just kind of wanted to, like, it's like, oh, fuck, if they bring in the dog, <laughs> they bring in the canine unit, it's over. Yeah, at one point, I just kind of wanted to, like, step into my room real quick and, like, flush it down the toilet real quick. <laughs> and, like, flush it down my throat. <laughs> like, officer, there's nothing. You can search my room. You can search my mind because I'm searching my mind right now. Hey. Hey. <laughs> but, yeah, that, I think that, if anything, that's what was making me a little paranoid. Uh, <laughs> police, honestly, like police can always bring that reaction out of people, yeah, making them paranoid. Oh yes, uh, I think someone's here. You want to pause? Yeah, let's pause real quick. And we're back. And we <laughs> yeah. got a little intermission there. But people don't even notice like the cuts. When I did, I think my last episode or the one before that, <clears throat> I yeah. think I mentioned because I had to stop and take a shit. Yeah, yeah, that's basically what just happened. Not to mention, I was feeling a little snackish. All this trauma dumping make me hungry. <laughs> but uh, yeah, keep going. Anyways, yeah, let's see. Um, what was I saying? I was like, okay, so the the police showed up. Stretcher. Uh, yeah, and uh, <clears throat> she gone. Yeah, and they they brought Bartholomew back from. Uh, he he ended up spending the night at his uh, his friend's place, and they. They called him up and told him to come back here for questioning. Uh, and, you know, I, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of worried. that I, I thought he was pretty much screwed. I thought the police were convinced that he did this to her. But the police they were actually pretty cool to him overall. Like They're pretty impartial. They didn't really suspect him. You know, like, they, I think they ended up, like, after seeing what had happened, after seeing all those empty bottles, after seeing the meds, after seeing, like, the kind of state she was in, they're probably, uh, they probably were, got a little more convinced that she might have ended up doing this to herself. So, mm-hmm. but just, I just, I was a little worried for Bart. <laughs> I, I could have come up with a better fake name. Anyway. For Bart. Bart. <laughs> Short for Bartholomew. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, I, it, I just felt bad for him because I thought he was going to get in some deep shit because it looked really bad for him, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I... They had an argument, a really bad argument the night before, and the next morning, girlfriends beaten, bruised, face unrecognizable, and just claiming she was roofied. You know, it's just not a good look. So I, was, I thought he was going down. I thought they were taking him away in handcuffs, which I was, I was worried for because I did not want that to happen. It was a, he's a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but that's not what happened at all, it turns out. Uh, it's interesting. That's, that's good to know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. In fact, he kind of made friends with one of the cops. Like, they were just <laughs> shooting the shit, kind of. Yeah, they, they were, uh... I wonder, those cops have probably gone through a lot of mental disorder cases before. And it's not their, their job to do arbitrage or to, like, diagnose that much, just to pacify the situation. Yeah, 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 exactly. But they come across those situations nonetheless. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, for sure, but, 
Yeah, so the police ended up leaving eventually. Then they get back bigger. Fuck, I'm gonna have to edit that out. Again. I'll edit it out. Sorry. Say, okay. say, the, say the fake name again. Okay, what's a good fake name? Uh... <laughs> I was gonna say the stallion, but not. <laughs> no, that would be too on the nose. Yeah, the stallion. Um, oh, what's a really good. What's a really good, like, LA Valley white girl name? Brittany. I know, Brittany was the first thing I was thinking. <laughs> Honestly, she could pass as a Brittany. Alright, we'll, we'll go with Brittany. Okay, so Brittany and Bartholomew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, alright. So, yeah, they, uh, they, they took her off to the hospital, but what was really unsettling after that was mm-hmm. Bartholomew was trying to find out which hospital they took her to. Uh-huh. And the police gave him the number. They told him which one it was, right? Supposedly. So he called them up, and they said there was no record of any patient there. They Then he called the police back, and they said, oh, maybe they transferred her to, like, the mental health department. Yeah, they could have transferred her to another, even another hospital. I mean, our medical center is huge. Exactly. Here so it's finding a needle in a haystack. So, so uh, he... Tried calling that, and they said, or he tried calling the hospital again and tried asking for the mental health department, and they said they didn't have one. They have to be a, it would be an entirely different hospital or an entirely different institution. So, but Bartholomew, the mental health department is something made up. Yeah. It's in your own mind. <laughs> You've been dreaming up this entire episode. Hence the word mental. Like, like what? And then like, he's the one, it's a twist, he's the one that's messed up and he comes out of his fugue state. He's Whoa, like, oh my twist. god! Plot twist. Give the me the medication, I need it now! Dun dun dun! It was all about, it was all about, it was all about Bartholomew all along. Bartception. Bartception. How did this happen? <laughs> what did he end up fucking finding out anyway? In, yeah. in the end, what, what did he? Did, okay, so, did he end up ever end up finding? No, he never did, which is terrifying because so we don't know where she is. Oh no, we we know now. It's, we eventually heard back from her, and they she's uh, abducted contacted. by aliens. Honestly, yeah, I don't know. There's no telling if it's the same illegally. It'll be the same <laughs> Brittany who comes back to to us. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they. Uh, they eventually got a hold of the, her uh, her parents, and mm-hmm. I got a couple of very concerned calls from her mom, who lives in Colorado. And yeah, they're uh, everything's sorted out now. Thankfully, she's just recovering both mentally and physically. <sighs> yeah, um, but that was that whole thing was such a nightmare. I will say, um, yeah, and no, I wouldn't wish that upon anybody. And I'm still wishing her a speedy recovery, you know. Who does wish that? I hope your roommate has a bipolar episode. <laughs> when you, we Sorry. use this phrase, like, I wouldn't wish that upon my worst enemy. It's like, who wishes that in the first place? Honestly, that's yeah, very oddly specific. <laughs> and uh... We've been saying that about, I've, I've been hearing that from friends who are like, I wouldn't wish COVID upon my worst enemy. Everyone says that. I wouldn't wish it upon my worst enemy. Yeah. Uh, well. What would you wish upon your worst enemy instead? You know, that's a funny question to ask. Chlamydia. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, I a think... A minor inconvenience if you have health insurance and $100 lying around for azithromycin. I can, <laughs> I can think of a few worse things than chlamydia, probably. <clears throat> and, well, anyways, I'm going to have to think about that one some more. But, um... Is yeah. that all you need to say on it? I'm pretty sure, yeah. That's... Uh, I mean, that's just... <laughs> my week has been so cursed that is just one of the things yeah okay so you have om- well okay not your week but like these past few weeks you almost 
got in a pretty bad car wreck yeah. with a friend. Oh, that was ridiculous. <clears throat> yeah. Way, way before that, you broke up with a long-term girlfriend. Yeah. And then... <clears throat> for the better. This essay, yes, for the better. And then this episode with your roommate was something out of a horror movie. Basically, yes. It, the, the room... What's next for, for Ben? <laughs> I know, man. Oh, I'll tell you, man. But yeah, no, that room ended up looking like a crime scene. I mean, technically it was at that point, but... It was. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, I am in, I'm part of this little, like, car community club or like car enthusiasts. I thought you were going to say you're like a Freemason. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's in the another, first thing that I came in my mind. I'm part of the secret society. In another life maybe, yeah. <clears throat> but you don't know that. Maybe I am. <laughs> anyway. The Illuminison. Illuminati <laughs> Illuminison. Dude, that's actually fucking great. I'm going to steal that. I'm going to use that. Use that in the group. Tell them. <laughs> I'm, you're a genius, dude. Okay, anyways. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm a big Nissan guy. But anyways, uh, we, uh, like, uh, these three guys, no, four of us, actually, these guys uh, that I'm in this club with, right? Mm -hmm. All four of us, within the span of a few days, have had our shit break down on us. Your like carbs? Yes. Or like, like people you know. <laughs> well, both for me. <laughs> Dude, everything's breaking down. It's crumbling right now. From roommates to cars, everything's breaking down, dude. From the sales job to... <laughs> so much that fun. one was meant to crumble down, though. Yes. Oh, my God. But anyways, yeah, it's not really too much to, too much to go over. It's really literally just how shitty my luck is. I just got... My Mitsubishi 3000 GT back from the transmission shop. Just got it fixed. Just enjoying. I was just enjoying the shit out of that, driving that thing. It's so much fun. Literally just yesterday, on the way back from this trip I took to Galveston, it broke back down. It it was something entirely different this time. Like, I couldn't even... I can't have shit, dude. I literally <laughs> just started having fun with that car again, and it's already broken down. Like, all of a sudden... Okay, transmission shifts great, so we don't have to worry about that anymore. However, literally, when I was just down the street from here, I just made it back from Galveston. Uh-huh. I was driving down the street. I noticed, holy shit, okay, my foot's all the way down on the accelerator, but I'm barely moving. But I'm not going any faster. Exactly. <laughs> <It's> like, <clears throat> The one thing this car does is, right. Is the speedometer broken or am I high? You know, something funny, the speedometer is actually broken now. <laughs> it's broken too. <laughs> I got it back from the transmission shop like that, and they have some serious like, fucking explaining, explaining, bleh, explaining to do. Explaining to do. <laughs> it's like, well, one thing better not be broken. Like, you hit the brakes, and you're like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Also, this, like, front part of the front bumper is missing now, too. It's so goddamn annoying. I'm trying to get. <laughs> I'm gonna be on their case about that, but anyways. It's like the cartoon where, like, the car just breaks apart piece by piece, and all that's left is, like, the cartoon character holding the steering wheel and floating yeah. at, like, 50 miles per hour, and they're just, like, looking around, like, where'd the car go? <laughs> it falls to pieces. That's my life right now. But anyways, uh, yeah, so that shit broke down. Literally the day before that, I had a friend of mine with a big diesel truck, his fuel, big D. The big D. He had a big D. The big, yeah. But uh-huh. it broke. He broke his D. He, he broke his D. That's what <laughs> I'm talking about. I, uh, I brought him back. I, I gave him a ride back from run the shop. Run into those guys in college. Yeah. And he... <laughs> <laughs> or they'll run into you. No. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Keep going. Moral of the story. Don't break your D. <laughs> yeah. 
But anyways, um, yeah. And before that, uh, a friend of mine with the Subaru WRX, he blew his motor for like the fourth time. I'm not even lying. I'm not even joking. Not even exaggerating. That's his fourth motor. He just went through, blew up on him. So, I and that's just not cheap to to fix. You, it's a whole ass motor. So, there's hell. I think people who are are not car people would just be like. Why don't you just get a new car that works in the first place? Or like a 2010 or a 2015? Why are y'all getting these old cars from the 80s and 70s that are meant to just be dead? They look so cool. I know, but they do. <laughs> are oh there places God. to drift in Houston? Yeah, there are. It's just, uh, yeah, there's... As, as, as long as you can survive Westheimer. There's as long tracks. as you can survive getting out of Westheimer. There's tracks and <clears throat> back roads in <clears throat> Mexico. <Yeah. laughs> but, you know. You guys have to understand, we are so close to Mexico and Sao Padre Island. Oh, you know something funny? Like, and Playa del Carmen. There you go. But you know something, actually, there's a little fun fact for you, like uh, like within the car community, whenever people say they're going down to Mexico, uh-huh. not really going down to literal Mexico, they just say, Brownsville. They're, they just say they're in Mexico. <laughs> so They're that, going to Brownsville, right right there, right at the border. Because they, they say they're going to Mexico so that they can do some illegal shit and not be, uh, you know, oh. in trouble because, you know, they... It's outside of the U.S., like, outside of U.S. laws and jurisdiction, so if you do some dumb shit in Mexico, if you say it's in Mexico, you get away with it. It's kind of, I don't know if it actually really works all that much. It's a bit more lawless out there. A lot more lawless, I guess. <laughs> I've seen some of those cartel killings. Oh, dude. That shit is nuts. Brutal. How the They, they have these sores that are, like, this long, yeah. which you can't tell how long because it's a fucking podcast. <laughs> yeah, okay, maybe Joseph like, is holding his hands out about this long. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like maybe like a foot and a half. Yeah, like yeah. a subway and a half. A subway foot subway long and a, and a half. That's at the dangerous version, the bladed version, the not fun version of a subway, the less edible version. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It probably costs just as much as a foot long and a half to get this fucking sore, this, this rusted ass piece of shit. Yeah. And they are hacking away at people. Yeah. And it, it, it's a sh- it, it, it's ridiculous how little it takes. To cut through someone's arm. I saw someone get dismembered. One arm, then the other arm, then the leg. All conscious. That's terrifying. Like, what's going through your head at that point? Dude, have you... They get some... They do some... They get creative with these executions. Have you ever heard of a Colombian necktie? What's a Colombian necktie? I'm pretty sure it's where they, like, rip your throat open and pull your tongue out through your throat. Oh! Yeah. Not not fun. How the... Oh! Oh! I'm like putting this shit together <laughs> in real time in my mind. I was like, oh. <laughs> You sound kind of amused, actually. I'm like, oh. I hold up my scorecard, 10 points. Oh, God. I hope I didn't give him any ideas. Ooh. God damn. That's like, not how you react to that sort of thing, bro. Do you remember the, the Rick and Morty episode where the me seeks are first introduced and they had yeah. to take two strokes off Jerry's golf game? And Jerry and Beth are finally in the restaurant, and like 20 Meeseeks are there with the restaurant staff, like with, at knife point yeah. and gunpoint. And then Jerry does his first um, uh, stroke and makes it in, and everyone's like, yeah. And then the girl who's at knife point is like, What the fuck? And they all just disappear. <laughs> they all just disappear except for one, and he pulls a knife up to her again. Oh, no. <laughs> He's like, I'm a bit of a stickler, Meeseeks. 
How good is your short game? Oh god, how oh, is your short game? <laughs> Dude, I remember that up there. I miss Rick and Morty. But yeah. I gotta see season five, I have it even. Yeah. Um, okay, um, well, yeah, what else has happened with my cursed ass week, by the way? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, some. Oh yeah. A girl I've seen got basically har- sort of harassed. That's okay, what else has happened? There was one girl I, I saw once, and then she wanted to stop seeing me because she went to a party after having seen me, like a few days after, uh-huh. and a guy tried to, I don't know what, I don't know if it was assault, uh-huh. but I think it was pretty much assault. She didn't get into details, but yeah. he, that, hey, that could have been an excuse to not talk to me, but we had a pretty great time together, oh, so dude. I don't think it's because of that, but yeah, I hope not. because of that, she, um, like, she, she was like, I, I think, like... I, I can't see you. I just don't feel comfortable. Oh, that like, sucks. That sucks. Like, guys, when you assault a woman, you ruin it for the rest of us. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so bad. No, what I mean to say is, like, when you assault someone... Let me assault her, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was about to assault... Like, fuck, bro code, bro. Honor... God damn it. Honor... <laughs> dishonor code. <laughs> bro, dishonor code. Bro. <laughs> no, but seriously. Yeah. Seriously, like... If you're thinking about assaulting someone, uh, this is a whole topic. First of all, what the fuck? (laughs) No, but I I get it. People get so depraved and it's like you have to slowly, slowly re-enter yourself into seeing sunlight again, not staying inside too much. Start talking to people. Even if you're not that crazy about talking to them, have some human interaction Mm -hmm. so you don't become so – your thoughts don't don't become so uh, distanced from reality to where you think like I could just assault that person it wouldn't even be that bad and oh. like they, they stay thoughts in your head and they don't get like proper feedback from other people where not like not the proper like dude of course it's not okay to assault someone more like the like no what the fuck are you thinking like from from a friend that's like I know where your thoughts thoughts are at and we need to do something about it someone who cares about how you think and once they're empathetic with you mm-hmm. and they're showing you like instead of just judging you and being like you shouldn't think that way you're a fucking monster they actually try to help you and actually try to make you see that like you should do something about your your like sexual frustration or, or whatever and and when you see that empathy from a friend that helps you build empathy for the person who you're, you're thinking of assaulting. Yeah, there's you've got to find a healthy outlet for it, also known as <laughs> <laughs> your left hand or your right hand. Whack it up. Uh, or if you can self fillet. Yeah, sex with self always. <laughs> if you're missing a vertebrae in your back, Dude. go ahead and self fillet away. Oh my god, it's one of those like impressive like superpower skills that you'd rather not tell people you have. <laughs> Do you have the superpower? <laughs> oh man. Okay, what else happened? Like uh, being able to snap with every finger. That's a, that's like a a regular power. You know, what's re- you know what's really weird? I can kind of snap with my left hand. I can't snap for shit with my right hand. Dude, is that like a coordination thing? I've always wondered that. Yeah, this one it feels unnatural, but this one is so like on point. For me, it's the opposite. I don't know why. I feel like just maybe my fingers on my right hand are softer than the fingers on my left. So. Well, I'm left-handed, but I do all my power moves and, and dancing and everything on my right hand. Uh. So, <clears throat> it actually feels like my left hand is more coordinated for, like, small tasks. Mm-hmm. Except my dick. <laughs> I did not tasks. mean to walk myself into that one. Small tasks. Okay. But then my, 
<laughs> my right hand is, is good for motor task. Like, like I already feel like like a like like my confidence has been struck. I'm gonna start masturbating with my right hand. <laughs> Just what a power move right there. What a <laughs> power play. I told you I do power moves with my right hands. So in breakdance, we have these things called power moves. Before there was a meme and people oh. started saying, "Yeah, that's a power move. That's a power um, move." Uh, <laughs> and, and like hopping moves, spinning on your hand, all that sort of stuff. You, you pick a direction to do it and you pick a strong arm. But anyway, uh-huh. to start to finish this out, there's one thing I wanted to say. Oh, so my dance student, oh. he, um, he, he wondered like what the N is for in like... When you when you have a your, your stick shift in yeah. automatic and all that, like and I was like it stands for neutral. He's like, what's the point of neutral? <laughs> oh wait, oh like for like uh, like when you go from like rever- like a drive to reverse. Oh, are you talking about like just in a, in a car? Like we're, we're yeah, just in a car. Oh okay. And he's really young. He he didn't know that. And he's like, well, if you just want to reverse, just go from drive to reverse. Just go straight to it. Mm-hmm. And I think I showed him a video of what happens when you go, like, from this... <laughs> Directly to, straight to reverse. To reverse. And I think, like... Fucks some stuff up. You know car what they, broken axle. Yeah, no, you know what that, they call that in, I guess, you know, car guy speak? They call that the money shift. The <laughs> money shift? You're gonna be fucking... Ex- you're gonna be paying money. Expensive as fuck to fix that. <laughs> yeah. When no. people say, I make money moves. I'm <laughs> paying for my loans. That's what happens. <laughs> That's what money moves really means. Bro, I'm paying yeah. for my loans. I'm paying for my stupid car decisions. That shit almost happened to me once. I was in fifth gear. I almost... I tried to shift down to back down to fourth. I almost put it into reverse. <laughs> fifth gear. That's that... Well, yeah. That'll do it. That'll blow I your... I felt like flipping my car over today, so... <laughs> that'll just fuck everything up. <laughs> Is your car just... Like, like... Just, just eject, just, just, like, does a wheel just come out of, like, oh, dude. the front? Yeah, I know, you're breaking axles, you'll fuck up the transmit. Honestly, in some, in some cases, you'll blow your motor. Like, if you're in fifth gear, you're going super fast, and then you accidentally shift down to second, that's how you blow your motor, because, you know, the revs will suddenly jump way too high, and then the motor just is starting, it has to move really fast to keep up with how fast you're going, because it's a smaller gear. It's hard to explain, oh. but you motor kaboom, kaboom. Yeah, re- many revolutions going in one direction, and then you got to reverse all that. All of a sudden, yes. So yeah, shit happens. I'm hoping that that never happens to me. I would never forgive myself. I would jump off a cliff. <laughs> You've been having nightmares of yourself. I accidentally going into reverse, and that's how you wake up. Not joking. I've actually had nightmares about stuff like that before. <laughs> Just me horrendously fucking up my car irreparably. Dude. Guys, next episode, we're going to talk about nightmares. Oh, and yeah. Nightmares and dreams we've had that have been so memorable. Dude. That we've never forgotten them. I have, I have a lot to say about that, yes. I've, I've had some where I, I jumped into a swimming pool from a freeway. Uh-huh. Like a really, really high freeway with these girls that I was into back in high school. Like, this is while Ooh, I was in high school. Is it sure this was a nightmare? <laughs> no, no, no. It was a dream. It was a, it was a dream mare dream mare it's oh. fine Every, everything went fine yeah and yeah those dreams were like i don't know how people can be lucid in the middle of dreaming i've never figured out lucid dreaming isn't that just fucking imagination while you're conscious like can't you just consciously imagine yourself like like doing this thing and this thing but the, what's the difference when you're lucid dreaming you're right. conscious for the ride that your mind is taking you on yeah basically Versus imagination being the ride that your mind 
like you deliberately take yourself on mm. rather than like your mind kind of like doing its own thing. They always say to look at your hand and see if you have extra fingers. Oh, that's creepy. I would be so creeped out. And then that's how you figure out whether you're in a dream or not. Dude, that's, that's wild. I Bartholomew looks at his hands. <laughs> he doesn't see extra fingers. He just sees teeth. Oh, fuck. That's cursed. Fuck. I, I really hope it didn't turn out that way, though. God, yeah, poor Bartholomew. I just came back from watching an anime, actually. It was like, it's called Shigurui Death Frenzy. Uh-huh. And, like, these characters cut and slice and beat the shit out of other people. God and, like, damn. one of the main characters, he hit people so hard that teeth were stuck in his hand. Ouch, ouch. From, from like, the people he just destroyed and I demolished. I just see what the other guy looked like. Oof. Oh, that reminds me. I, did I tell you I'm allergic to cats? I'm allergic to cats too, no way. Yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. What do we, uh, what, how bad though? Like, sniffles or do you die? So, <laughs> I wouldn't die. I would get hives. I would sniffle. I would sneeze a lot. I came back after being on a date with a girl, going to her apartment, playing PS4 at her place. Hmm. She had three cats. Jesus, dude. And I think I got one of their cat hairs in my eye. That's the worst. I didn't think it would get so bad until my eyes started swelling up. Of course it does, yeah. And Over time, a little bit of pus came out of it. Uh, I know, I know, I know. It must have been red as fuck, too. <laughs> yeah, it was so red. Not, not the good kind of red. <laughs> not the edibles kind of red. <laughs> and I remember I still had to go to dance practice that day. So everyone looked at me like, oh my god, what happened to you? I was like, you should have seen the other guy. Uh, uh, yeah, there you yeah, go. The Play other guy off. walks on four legs and is furry. <laughs> Yeah, that's the, that. That didn't go away for like three days. But at least you know you made found a way to make it sound badass. <laughs> I wish I could have a cat. I, I wish mean, I could too. I love cats. It's just I can't be around them. Most of them. Yeah, I, I like an animal that's not high maintenance. That once you're affected, I mean, I get why so lots of people like that. But for me, I like an animal that just is fine with just being doing its own thing on its own. And I think I found that animal. What was that? <clears throat> Pigeons. Pigeons, huh? Pigeons are actually really good pets. Flying rats? They <laughs> right? Despite what GTA 4 calls them, they <laughs> groom themselves a GTA lot. 4. You can buy them for between $20 to $200. They're very, very docile, and they don't try to peck and rip shit up. Their claws and their beaks are too weak to even rip stuff up. They don't try to rip up couches or newspapers or furniture, uh, and they... They're house trained very well. They shit where you want them to very, very well. Mm-hmm. Very, I guess, agreeable. I guess that's the term. Uh, and they're so quiet. They're so quiet. Oh. They don't disturb the neighbors. People want a bird for a pet. The first thing they think of is a parrot. That, that shit sounds so high maintenance. It might even live longer than you. Not to mention and they talk loud. back to you. And they talk back to <laughs> you. Give you shit. They're fucking equivalent of a four-year-old toddler basically. mind. Imagine, imagine a parrot that just lives for like 80 years They'll and it's, it's a four-year-old its entire life. <laughs> yeah. It's a fucking four-year-old its entire life and it still rips up everything. It's basically how it goes. <laughs> Parrots, man. Well, anything. Oh, I mean, anything. Anyway. Anyways. We're getting to the end of our episode. Do we want to leave with any closing thoughts? Uh, just <laughs> hoping the best for Brittany and Bartholomew, you know? <laughs> Glad we remembered their fake names. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly, she's probably going to have to end up moving out pretty pretty soon. They're yeah. probably going to end up moving back to Colorado. How does the upstairs look now? Oh, it's it looks like, you know, okay. It looks habitable. Really? Yeah, we, we did a pretty good job cleaning it up. 
Dude, it, that's that's one of the great things about like being a minimalist. If you're a minimalist, yeah. even if you fuck shit up, you, you only have like twenty items or less like to fuck your room up with. That's basically you describe <laughs> my how my room looks in a nutshell. It's it looks more like a fucking dance studio, man. I don't have anything in there. I'd love for a dance studio, man. Uh, hey, there All you, you need is to put a pole, and I will. Uh, Dude. Not finish the rest of my sentence there. Yeah, good, good call. No, I'm just fucking, <laughs> I'm fucking with you. But like, I'm glad you actually got to clean, clean it out. Did you do it with your roommate? Yeah, actually, I ended up doing it with uh, Bartholomew. <laughs> really? <laughs> he was nice enough to help, and he also, yeah, he just seemed really, you know, sympathetic and helpful, and you know, he felt like you know he should help out. I know, I, I know he's not a bad guy. Yeah, see, I didn't, I don't get that idea from this him. This is so interesting. Like, like people, it's very easy for people to want to take the, like, put the blame on someone yeah, like, like instantly and not think through the story. Yeah, yeah Occam's razor in this, in this, in this bitch, in this bitch. <laughs> yeah. And this also makes for a really good movie script. Keep this in mind. It would, wouldn't it? Yeah, <laughs> the big twist where it was all in his head. But with that being said, those are our closing thoughts. Oh yeah. Guys, you can find us. <clears throat> Let me see if I can fucking do this on Amazon Podcast or Music or whichever it is. Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, and Stitcher. If you find a donate link, uh, you know what to do. Help your boys. And- We're once again asking for your financial support. Yes, please, please, please tip us, or else we gonna have to be on them corners selling that ass. <laughs> Even in, in this 53-degree weather. I can't believe it got so cold. Anyway, uh, share with your friends and family. New episodes every Friday. And we'll see you all later. Peace out. Peace.